0: Hi, guys. Sorry this recap's a little late. So we open with Excalibur, Taz, Ricky Starks, and Chris Jericho on commentary. Oh, joy. I know some of my listeners aren't fans of Jericho, and even people who like him can admit that, let's say, he's hit or miss on the mic when it comes to commentary. Let's see if he's just normal annoying or extra annoying tonight. We jump straight to the action with Darby Allen coming down to the ring, accompanied by Sting, this will be a 20-minute time limit match versus Billy Gunn, who's accompanied by the Gun Club, Austin and Colton. God bless them, but I don't know them. I can't keep up with Dark and Dark Elevation. Ricky Stark says his money's on Billy Gunn. Taz totes both guys high winning percentages. Jesus Christ, when you see them standing in the ring against each other, the size difference is crazy. Billy Gunn never looked this big in WWE to me. Billy's old but a vet, and Darby's young but crazy. And, you know, my money's on him, but he has the taped up ribs from the pay-per-view. We start with Billy kicking Darby's ass. Darby tries to get some offense in, and Billy just shuts him down. Move to the outside of the ring. Billy's throwing Darby around like a rag doll. Sting stares down Billy. Billy looks rattled and goes back to the ring. The crowd is chanting asshole to Billy Gunn. Jesus Christ, Darby is taking a beating. Ricky Starks feels bad for him. So we go to the commercial break, picture in picture, and Darby's dead. There's a third Sting Billy Gunn stare down comment Excalibur says Darby's being bullied and I swear to god I died God bless Darby he keeps getting up he is relentless oh he bites Billy hey got to do what you got to do coffin drop onto both the gun boys Billy's back in control he's trying to get Sting to throw in the towel Darby finally makes a comeback he hits the code red and it looks like this match is finally turning around. Darby hits the coffin drop on Billy Gunn, but he only he doesn't even get a one. But Darby goes and hits a second coffin drop and he finally puts Billy Gunn away. After the match, the gun club attacks Sting and then Darby. And then Sting, you know, rallies, makes his comeback, takes out both those boys, but then Billy gets Sting and he punches him out. And Billy and Colton and Austin stand tall in the middle of the ring. There's a tiny recap of the MJF Punk confrontation on Dynamite. We cut to Tony Schiavone backstage with QT Marshall. And oh my god, QT Marshall challenges CM Punk to a match in Chicago Wednesday. And I would say that this is delusional and wouldn't happen, but since I'm recording this late, I know that unfortunately this match is going to take place. Who wants to see this match? Out of everyone CM Punk could fight, there's like 10 so-called jobbers that the audience would prefer to this. This is ridiculous. We come back from commercial to a package with Chris Jericho talking about The whole inner circle and America's top team and men of the hour, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page feud. Uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page respond, Jesus, this feud is never gonna end. But it's nice to see Ethan and Scorpio talking. Next, we have a 20... a 20 minute time limit match. It's a TBS qualify. It's for the TBS qualifying tournament. Jade Cargill with smart Mark Sterling versus red velvet. I've heard really good things about this match. So I'm hyped. My money's on Jade, but I'm still excited. Jade just looks like a star. She has this aura about her, this presence and the match starts and God, she is so strong, but that, Oh, Red Velvet is taking it to her. Velvet's got moves, but Jade's too strong. She just will not let her execute the moves. Um, Jade gets kicked in the face from Red Velvet. And Red Velvet tries a cross body, but Jade catches her. And sorry, but Jade is so pretty. And her gear is so pretty. And her makeup is amazing. And her hair is like to die for. And she's like there like fixing her hair, and she doesn't even look like she's been wrestling. And the story of the match seems to be Jade's strength versus Red Velvet's agility. Red Velvet is not giving up. She keeps coming back from everything Jade throws at her. Jade choke slams her on the apron, and we go to commercial. We come back, and Jade is in control. Jade starts doing push-ups in the ring, and I died. Red Velvet makes a comeback while, you know, Jade was busy showing off. Red Velvet bitch slaps Jade. Red Velvet staying on her, but Jade's got some agility too. And at ringside, smart mark is barking orders. Red Velvet almost got a three count. And then she spears her and she attempts to pin her again, hooking a different leg, and she still just gets a two. She attempts the final slice, but Jade dodged it. And Jade pins her and advances to face the winner of Jamie Hater versus Thunder Rosa. Then we cut to a Thunder Rosa promo. She says, I already beat Stooge number one, Reba. Now I'm gonna beat Stooge number two, you Jamie hater. And she starts speaking Spanish and she gets bleeped and like I'm dying to know what she said. I I know I can find it online. Then we cut to Tony Schiavone with CM Punk backstage, and oh my god, the QT Marshall match is really going to happen, but Punk cut a nice little promo. Then we have a recap of Brian Danielson's issues with the Dark Order because of Adam Page, and they show why he's, invited, why he's fighting the entire Dark Order, and he is going to fight Colt Cabana in Chicago this Wednesday. And it's kind of crazy that CM Punk and Cold Cabana are going to be on the same card for the first time that I can remember. We cut to Mark Henry with his whole main event shtick. And we have Adam Cole with the Young Bucks in like a locker room. And they're just outraged about losing. And Jungle Boy is in another part of the arena with Luchasaurus and Christian. And oh my god, he is vicious. He says the first... The very first Bobby Fish match he watched, he won. And I did not expect him to, like, go there. The boy is getting real comfy on the mic. So the main event will be Jungle Boy with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Adam Cole and Bobby Fish. Like, obviously I'm rooting for Jurassic Express. But I didn't watch NXT, so I don't care about Cole and Fish commentary talks about how Jurassic Express is the number two ranked tag team. The audience loves Cole, obviously. I'm not blind. But I have to say the crowd loves Jungle Boy more. and I'm not being biased. And just remember how hard it is to actually be loved and popular as a face. It's easy to be the cool heel. It's hard to be a good guy and not come off as corny. We start with Jungle Boy and Adam Cole. Cole is in control but it's quickly an even match. Cole gets the advantage and tags in Bobby Fish. Luchasaurus chants. Jungle Boy is such a great babyface imperil. in peril. The crowd wants that hot tag. God, Jungle Boy is amazing. He's in control against Fish and tags in Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus is in control for a second, and Fish gets some kicks in, but Lucha's back in control. Luchasaurus is back in control. Delayed senton. Luchasaurus tags Jungle Boy back in. There were a dueling chants in the crowd. Fish distracts Aubrey Edwards and Cole interferes with Jurassic, with Jungle Boy. Commercial picture and picture. Jungle Boy is in the corner. Cole attempts a pin. Nice tag team wrestling by Fish and Cole. Fish attempts a pin, but Luchasaurus is doing that tag team partner thing, trying to rally his partner, and I love it. Adam Cole tries to pin Jungle Boy, but again, he kicks out this kid's got heart. I can hear JR in my head. <laughs> it's a beatdown of Jungle Boy. Cole and Fish keep tagging each other to stay fresh and have kept the ring cut off from Jungle Boy getting near Luchasaurus. And that's what I was referring to when I was talking about the really good tag team wrestling. Jungle Boy is selling his little heart out in that little window on my TV. Finally, we're back from commercial so we get a full screen. I totally forgot Jericho was on commentary, so if you hate him, you can still watch this episode and enjoy it. Jungle Boy is crawling to Luchasaurus. He's so close, their fingertips are almost touching, but Adam Cole pulls him away at the last second. Jungle Boy jumps and makes the tag. The dinosaur is fucking both these guys up. I love a good hot tag. The crowd loves him. He tags Jungle Boy back in. And they double-team, do tag-team maneuvers. Jungle Boy almost pins Adam Cole. Jungle Boy kicks out of another pinning attempt by Adam Cole. And I don't know how Jungle Boy is still alive. There's this really nice countering sequence where everything Adam Cole does, Jungle Boy does, and it's it's great. Luchasaurus power bombs Cole as he was attempting a Panama Sunrise to Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy had Adam Cole pinned and was going to get the three count, but Fish broke it up. Bobby Fish places Adam Cole in his corner, like he drags him there so that he can tag himself in. You know, even though they're bad guys, they have to follow the rules. Bobby Fish is working on Jungle Boy's knee. The young bucks come down and Luchasaurus gets off the ring apron to confront them. But Christian comes out with a chair and chases the young bucks and Adam Cole runs with them. He leaves Bobby Fish all alone and Jungle Boy locks in the snare trap and fish taps. Jurassic Express win, all thanks to Christian.